Luke chapter 10. After this, the Lord appointed seventy-two others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place he was about to visit. And he told them, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest. Go, I am sending you out like lambs among wolves. Carry no purse or bag or sandals. Do not greet anyone along the road. Whatever house you enter, begin by saying, Peace to this house. If a man of peace is there, your peace will rest on him. If not, it will return to you. Stay at the same house, eating and drinking whatever you are offered, for the worker is worthy of his wages. Do not move around from house to house. If you enter a town and they welcome you, eat whatever is set before you. Heal the sick who are there and tell them, The kingdom of God is near you. But if you enter a town and they do not welcome you, go into the streets and declare, Even the dust of your town that clings to our feet we wipe off as a testimony against you. Yet be sure of this, the kingdom of God is near. I tell you, it will be more bearable on that day for Sodom than for that town. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it will be more bearable for Tyre and Sidon at the judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be lifted up to heaven? No, you will be brought down to Hades. Whoever listens to you listens to me. Whoever rejects you rejects me. And whoever rejects me rejects the one who sent me. The seventy-two returned with joy and said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. So he told them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice that the Spirit submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. At that time, Jesus rejoiced in the Holy Spirit and declared, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned, and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this was well-pleasing in your sight. All things have been entrusted to me by my Father. No one knows who the Son is except the Father, and no one knows who the Father is except the Son and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Then Jesus turned to the disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings desired to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. One day an expert in the law stood up to test him. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law? Jesus replied. How do you read it? He answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus said. Do this, and you will live. But wanting to justify himself, he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus took up this question and said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he fell into the hands of robbers. They stripped him, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a priest was going down the same road, but when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. 
So too, when a Levite came to that spot and saw him, he passed by on the other side. But when a Samaritan on a journey came upon him, he looked at him and had compassion. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Take care of him, he said, and on my return I will repay you for any additional expense. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The one who showed him mercy, replied the expert in the law. Then Jesus told him, Go and do likewise. As they traveled along, Jesus entered a village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet listening to his message. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations to be made. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord replied, you are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, and it will not be taken from her. Chapter 11 One day in a place where Jesus had just finished praying, one of his disciples requested, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. So Jesus told them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us, and lead us not into temptation. Then Jesus said to them, Suppose one of you goes to his friend at midnight and says, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, because a friend of mine has come to me on a journey, and I have nothing to set before him. And suppose the one inside answers, Do not bother me. My door is already shut, and my children and I are in bed. I cannot get up to give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up to provide for him because of his friendship, yet because of the man's persistence, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. So I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. He who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? So if you who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? One day Jesus was driving out a demon that was mute, and when the demon was gone, the man who had been mute spoke. The crowds were amazed, but some of them said, It is by Beelzebul, the prince of the demons, that he drives out demons, and others tested him by demanding a sign from heaven. Knowing their thoughts, Jesus said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself will be laid waste, and a house divided against a house will fall. If Satan is divided against himself, how can his kingdom stand? After all, you say that I drive out demons by Beelzebul. And if I drive out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your sons drive them out? 
so then they will be your judges. But if I drive out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his house, his possessions are secure. But when someone stronger attacks and overpowers him, he takes away the armor in which the man trusted, and then he divides up his plunder. He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters. When an unclean spirit comes out of a man, it passes through arid places, seeking rest, and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. On its return, it finds the house swept clean and put in order. Then it goes and brings seven other spirits more wicked than itself, and they go in and dwell there. And the final plight of that man is worse than the first. As Jesus was saying these things, a woman in the crowd raised her voice and said, Blessed is the womb that bore you, and blessed are the breasts that nursed you. But he replied, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. As the crowds were increasing, Jesus said, This is a wicked generation. It demands a sign, but none will be given it except the sign of Jonah. For as Jonah was assigned to the Ninevites, so the Son of Man will be assigned to this generation. The Queen of the South will rise at the judgment with the men of this generation and condemn them. For she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and now one greater than Solomon is here. The men of Nineveh will stand at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and now one greater than Jonah is here. No one lights a lamp and puts it in a cellar or under a basket. Instead, he sets it on a stand, so those who enter can see the light. Your eye is the lamp of your body, when your eyes are good, your whole body also is full of light. But when they are bad, your body is full of darkness. Be careful, then, that the light within you is not darkness. So if your whole body is full of light, with no part of it in darkness, you will be radiant, as though a lamp were shining on you. As Jesus was speaking, a Pharisee invited him to dine with him. So he went in and reclined at the table. But the Pharisee was surprised to see that Jesus did not first wash before the meal. Now then, said the Lord, you Pharisees clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside you are full of greed and wickedness, you fools. Did not the one who made the outside make the inside as well? But give as alms the things that are within you, and you will see that everything is clean for you. Woe to you, Pharisees! You pay tithes of mint, rue, and every herb, but you disregard justice and the love of God. You should have practiced the latter without neglecting the former. Woe to you, Pharisees! You love the chief seats in the synagogues and the greetings in the marketplaces. Woe to you! For you are like unmarked graves, which men walk over without even noticing. One of the experts in the law told him, Teacher, when you say these things, you insult us as well. Woe to you as well, experts in the law, he replied. You weigh men down with heavy burdens, but you yourselves will not lift a finger to lighten their load. Woe to you, you build tombs for the prophets, but it was your fathers who killed them. So you are witnesses consenting to the deeds of your fathers. They killed the prophets, and you build their tombs. 
Because of this, the wisdom of God said, I will send them prophets and apostles. Some of them they will kill, and others they will persecute. As a result, this generation will be charged with the blood of all the prophets that has been shed since the foundation of the world, from the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who was killed between the altar and the sanctuary. Yes, I tell you, all of it will be charged to this generation. Woe to you, experts in the law, for you have taken away the key to knowledge. You yourselves have not entered, and you have hindered those who were entering. As Jesus went on from there, the scribes and Pharisees began to oppose him bitterly and to ply him with questions about many things, waiting to catch him in something he might say. Chapter 12 In the meantime, a crowd of many thousands had gathered, so that they were trampling one another. Jesus began to speak first to his disciples. Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. There is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed, and nothing hidden that will not be made known. What you have spoken in the dark will be heard in the daylight, and what you have whispered in the inner rooms will be proclaimed from the housetops. I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, and after that can do no more. But I will show you whom you should fear. Fear the one who, after you have been killed, has authority to throw you into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? Yet not one of them is forgotten by God. And even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. I tell you, everyone who confesses me before men the Son of Man will also confess him before the angels of God. But whoever denies me before men will be denied before the angels of God. And everyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. When you are brought before synagogues, rulers, and authorities, do not worry about how to defend yourselves or what to say. For at that time the Holy Spirit will teach you what you should say. Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But Jesus replied, Man, who appointed me judge or executor between you? And he said to them, Watch out, guard yourselves against every form of greed, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. Then he told them a parable. The ground of a certain rich man produced an abundance. So he thought to himself, what should I do, since I have nowhere to store my crops? Then he said, This is what I will do. I will tear down my barns, and will build bigger ones, and there I will store up all my grain and my goods. Then I will say to myself, You have plenty of good things laid up for many years. Take it easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life will be required of you. Then who will own what you have accumulated? This is how it will be for anyone who stores up treasure for himself, but is not rich toward God. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothes. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storehouse or barn. Yet God feeds them. How much more valuable you are than the birds. Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? 
So if you cannot do such a small thing, why do you worry about the rest? Consider how the lilies grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his glory was adorned like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? And do not be concerned about what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it. For the Gentiles of the world strive after all these things, and your Father knows that you need them. But seek his kingdom, and these things will be added unto you. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your Father is pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide yourselves with purses that will not wear out, an inexhaustible treasure in heaven, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Be dressed for service and keep your lamps burning. Then you will be like servants waiting for their master to return from the wedding banquet, so that when he comes and knocks, they can open the door for him at once. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds on watch when he returns. Truly, I tell you, he will dress himself to serve and will have them recline at the table, and he himself will come and wait on them. Even if he comes in the second or third watch of the night, and finds them alert, those servants will be blessed. But understand this, if the homeowner had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour you do not expect. Lord, said Peter, are you addressing this parable to us, or to everyone else as well? And the Lord answered, Who then is the faithful and wise manager whom the master puts in charge of his servants to give them their portion at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whose master finds him doing so when he returns. Truly, I tell you, he will put him in charge of all his possessions. But suppose that servant says in his heart, My master will be a long time in coming, and he begins to beat the men servants and maid servants, and to eat and drink and get drunk. The master of that servant will come on a day he does not expect, and at an hour he does not anticipate. Then he will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the unbelievers. That servant who knows his master's will but does not get ready or follow his instructions will be beaten with many blows. But the one who unknowingly does things worthy of punishment will be beaten with few blows. From everyone who has been given much, much will be required. And from him who has been entrusted with much, even more will be demanded. I have come to ignite a fire on the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled, but I have a baptism to undergo, and how distressed I am until it is accomplished. Do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you, but division. From now on, five in one household will be divided, three against two and two against three. They will be divided, father against son, and son against father, mother against daughter, and daughter against mother, mother mother-in-law against daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. Then Jesus said to the crowds, As soon as you see a cloud rising in the west, you say, A shower is coming, and that is what happens. And when the south wind blows, you say, It will be hot, and it is. You hypocrites! 
You know how to interpret the appearance of the earth and sky. Why don't you know how to interpret the present time? And why don't you judge for yourselves what is right? Make every effort to reconcile with your adversary while you are on your way to the magistrate. Otherwise, he may drag you off to the judge, and the judge may hand you over to the officer, and the officer may throw you into prison. I tell you, you will not get out until you have paid the very last penny. Chapter 13 At that time some of those present told Jesus about the Galileans, whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. To this he replied, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans, because they suffered this fate? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you too will all perish. Or those eighteen who were killed, when the Tower of Siloam collapsed on them, do you think that they were more sinful than all the others living in Jerusalem? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you too will all perish. Then Jesus told this parable. A man had a fig tree that was planted in his vineyard. He went to look for fruit on it, but did not find any. So he said to the keeper of the vineyard, Look, for the past three years I've come to search for fruit on this fig tree and haven't found any. Therefore cut it down. Why should it use up the soil? Sir, the man replied, Leave it alone again this year until I dig around it and fertilize it. If it bears fruit next year, fine, but if not, you can cut it down. One Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues, and a woman there had been disabled by a spirit for eighteen years. She was hunched over and could not stand up straight. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said, Woman, you are set free from your disability. Then he placed his hands on her, and immediately she straightened up and began to glorify God. But the synagogue leader was indignant that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath. There are six days for work, he told the crowd, so come and be healed on those days, and not on the Sabbath. You hypocrites, the Lord replied, does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or donkey from the stall and lead it to water? Then should not this daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has kept bound for eighteen long years, be released from her bondage on the Sabbath day. When Jesus said this, all his adversaries were humiliated, and the whole crowd rejoiced at all the glorious things he was doing. Then Jesus asked, What is the kingdom of God like? To what can I compare it? It is like a mustard seed that a man tossed into his garden. It grew and became a tree, and the birds of the air nested in its branches. Again he asked, To what can I compare the kingdom of God? It is like leaven that a woman took and mixed into three measures of flour, until all of it was leavened. Then Jesus traveled throughout the towns and villages, teaching as he made his way toward Jerusalem. Lord, someone asked him, will only a few people be saved? Jesus answered, Make every effort to enter through the narrow door. For many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able. After the master of the house gets up and shuts the door, you will stand outside knocking and saying, Lord, open the door for us. But he will reply, I do not know where you are from. Then you will say, We ate and drank with you, and you taught in our streets. And he will answer, I tell you, I do not know where you are from. 
Depart from me, all you evildoers. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you yourselves are thrown out. People will come from east and west and north and south and will recline at the table in the kingdom of God. And indeed, some who are last will be first, and some who are first will be last. At that very hour, some Pharisees came to Jesus and told him, Leave this place and get away, because Herod wants to kill you. But Jesus replied, Go tell that fox, Look, I will keep driving out demons and healing people today and tomorrow, and on the third day I will reach my goal. Nevertheless, I must keep going today and tomorrow and the next day, for it is not admissible for a prophet to perish outside of Jerusalem. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, who kills the prophets and stones those sent to her. How often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. But you were unwilling. Look, your house is left to you desolate. And I tell you that you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. 